Welcome back to Blind Chess. This is Jeremiah Wieland trying to teach you guys how to visualize in your chess games. Hopefully the first episode helped you um, with just visualizing the board in your head and every single square. Don't worry if you don't get it perfectly because when we go we're just going to be building on what we've learned each time and it'll further cement it into your mind. Today we're going to be going over pawns. So my goal is to go by piece by piece, and then eventually at the end we'll just add them all together. But for now, we're going to go individually. So with pawns, they all start on the second rank. So we've got a2, b2, c2, d2, e2, f2, g2, h2. And we're going to imagine our king is on e1, where it starts, and the opponent's king is on e8. Pretty standard stuff. So let's move the e2 pawn to e4. So try to imagine that in your mind. Remember the opponent doesn't have any pawns. We're not setting those up yet. So imagine your pawn on e4. And which pawns can we move and to where to defend that e pawn? Now remember the e pawn on e2 is light and e4 is also light. So which pawns can we move to defend that pawn. And remember that pawns defend diagonally, so they will be on the same color as the E pawn. So the answer would be either D3, which defends E4, or F3. So let's push both of those. Let's push D3 to defend E4, and then let's push F3 also to defend E4. Now hopefully you can see that it's kind of a triangle formation, a pyramid. And which pawns are defending d3 and f3? Try to imagine that. So hopefully you can see that g2 and c2 are both defending f3. g2 is defending f3. And c2 is defending d3. So let's try to imagine where every single pawn on the board is. We've got a2, b2, c2, d3, e4, f3, g2, and h2. Now remember the king's on e1. Each square that the king has to move to and also you know to attack is d1, d2, e2, f2, and f1. So with these pawns in this formation none of the pawns are defended by the king. So try to imagine which pawns are completely undefended, which pawns are hanging. So we remember that the e-pawn, the e4-pawn, is defended by both f3 and d3. f3 and d3-pawns are both defended by g2 and c2. But which pawns are undefended? And the answer is a2, b2, c2, g2, and h2. These pawns are all hanging at this position. Now, there's two long diagonals that this formation blunts. Try to imagine the long diagonal. So remember, g2, f3, e4. If you keep going up, that's d5, c6, b7, and a8. So a8 through h1 is one of the long diagonals that's blunted, and it's a light diagonal. Now, if you'd like, you can pause and try to find the other diagonal. But that one is e4, d3, and c2 pawns are blunting, which is b1, to h7. So let's put the pawns all back, a2 to h2. 
Okay, all the pawns are back in their starting positions, and then let's push d2 to d4. Now which pawns would we need to push to defend d4? Hopefully you got it really quick. It's c3 defending d4 and e3 defending d4. Therefore, the pawns defending c3 and e3 are b2 and f2. Remember that d4 is on a dark square. So try to imagine which long diagonals are blunted by these d4, c3, b2 pawns and the d4, e3, and f2 pawns. You can pause if you'd like to, uh, but the diagonals are a1 to h8 and g1 to a7. So try to imagine that g1, f2, e3, d4, c5, b6, a7 and then a1, b2, c3, d4, e5, f6, g7, and h8. Hopefully you can also see that the d4 pawn attacks the squares e5 and c5. Similarly, the c3 pawn attacks d4 and b4, and e3 attacks f4 and d4. Also keep in mind it might seem basic, but there's no more pawns on c2, d2, and e2 because we pushed them. So it's really important when you imagine something that you remember that that piece is no longer in the place that you moved it, which means pieces behind it are going to change their range and their scope, and pieces in front of the place that you just placed it will and so that's something you need to keep in mind and to just remember in the back of your mind we'll go over that later but that's a really big importance and this will help you even in your over the board games because when you analyze a position and you think of future moves you'll remember easier that those pieces are no longer in the same place as when you moved them now, don't get too discouraged from this being such a huge, daunting task of, oh man, how am I going to remember all the pieces on the board and how they moved? It'll get easier, especially since every piece starts in the same place, and there are a lot of patterns. So later on, you'll get super quick with this, and, and you'll be able to see also when you're playing over the board that this helps a lot. Okay, now let's try to imagine the king on e1. Remember, pawns are on a2, b2, c3, d4, e3, f2, g2, and h2. The king's on e1, and which squares are surrounding the king? Okay, we got d1, d2, e2, f2, and f1. So the d4 pawn is defended by e3 and c3, right? Hopefully you can see that. The c3 pawn is defended by b2, and the e3 pawn is defended by f2. And if you notice, the f2 pawn is defended by the king on e1. So therefore, which pawns now are hanging? Try to remember, and hopefully you can see that it's a2 and b2 and g2 and h2. Okay, let's place all our pawns back to their starting positions. So a2, b2, c2, d2, e2, f2, g2, h2. The king's on e1, and the opponent's king is on e8. Now let's push e2 to e4. 
Okay, imagine that. And then let's push D2 to D4. Okay, so we've got A2, B2, C2, D4, E4, F2, G2, and H2. Notice in your mind that the F1 to A6 diagonal, all light squares, F1, E2, D3, C4, B5, and A6 is open. And the C1 to H6 dark diagonal is also open. C1, D2, E3, F4, G5, and H6. And the king's diagonal, E1, which is dark, E1, D2, C3, B4, A5 is also open. And also the queen's light squared diagonal, D1, E2, F3, G4, H5 are all open. So try to keep that in mind when you move E2, that F1 is going to be opened up. And keep in mind when you move D2, that C1 will be opened up. That long diagonal C1 to H6. And this will become really important when we go over bishops and discover it attacks, uh, etc. Remember, we've only got pawns and king on the board right now, though. And so we've got a2, b2, c2, d4, e4, f2, g2, h2, right? And the king on e1. Let's imagine that we castled and our king is on g1. There's still no rook on there, so don't worry about that. But the king is on g1 now. And so it is defending which pawns. Hopefully you can remember that the king's squares that it attacks now is f1, f2, g2, h2, and h1. Therefore the pawns that it's defending are f2, g2, and h2. Now which pawns are undefended in the position? And that would be a2, b2, c2, d4, and e4. Now let's imagine the queening squares for each of the pawns. So A through H um, on the 8th rank. What we're going to do is we're going to push our pawns in order to make a queen. But we're going to trade off turns with um, black this time. So each move we move, uh, I'm just going to make black move his king back and forth from E8 to F8 and back. So um, First move, let's say we push the D-pawn from D4 to D5. If you notice, E4 is defending it, um, but that won't matter since we're just going to push it until we make a queen. So we see that D4 goes to D5, and then the black king moves from E8 to F8, and then we push again to D6, and the black king goes back to E8, and then we push to D7 with a check. And then the king goes to f8, and then we queen on d8 with check. Now, of course, the king's not going to go back and forth in a real game, but we need to get used to the fact that when you make a move, obviously, the opponent's going to make a move. And when he does, you need to keep track of where his position, where his pieces are now in the new position that forms. And uh, it'll get a lot easier when we go on. Also, keep in mind that one of the best ways to get better at blindfolded chess is to actually play some blindfolded chess games. You can set it up, and uh, you don't even need a board. You just need two scoreboards or just two pieces of paper. 
and have each side write down each move that they call out. So if you, you know, you start out and you say, okay, E4, E5 and all that stuff, right? You might say, well, we haven't even gone over all the other pieces, but you know how to play chess. And what, if you play during, you know, while you're listening to these episodes, then your brain will be trying to learn how to do something. So if you're just listening to these episodes and then you try to play at the end, like after we finish, you know, all the um, pieces and all that stuff, then your brain might get it, right? But if you are playing a game and then you go, okay, I need to listen to another episode or listen to it again, and then you play again and you try and you only get to, you know, move five or whatever because you can't remember, and then later you get to six, seven, eight, you know, 12, 40. Even if you're not really playing good games, quote unquote, your brain will start to work in the fashion that we're trying to train it to. So you'll try, you'll, you'll be thinking of where the squares are, what the squares colors are. Um, and you'll be kind of forcing yourself that when you listen to one of these episodes, your brain grabs on to the concepts way easier. So I uh, hope this episode helped you guys and uh, kind of play around in your mind with pawn moves. Um, try to even, if you want to, imagine your opponent's pawns on A7 through H7 and kind of set up in your mind their moves. You know, if they do E5 after you do E4 and then you do D4, you're attacking their E5 pawn. And then you can see, okay, then they're going to capture it on D4 or whatever you want to do. And kind of get your mind used to going back and forth, your opponent making moves. And uh, I'll be back in the next episode. We'll go over another piece. Well, I just listened to this episode and I uh, realized that I said if you play while listening. And what I meant was, you know, you listen to an episode and then play a blindfolded chess and then you listen to the next episode and you then you play another game of blindfolded chess not like while you're listening to this episode or whatever um so i just wanted to clarify that uh, just in case you thought i meant actually playing in the middle of trying to listen to a podcast so yep all right thank you guys goodbye